All right, well, if you're listening to this, welcome to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. Logan, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, my friend. How are you doing? Well, I well since we last recorded, uh, we recorded right before. All right, well, if you're listening to this, uh, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, but we're this out with a, that. This is a whole new episode. Welcome to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. True. Great, great, great divisional round this weekend, I must say. Yeah, well, before we get into that, the last time we recorded, uh, it was right before my Arizona Cardinals played their playoff game, and they got beat. And it wasn't even funny. At one point in the game... Odell Beckham Jr. had more passing yards than Kyler Murray. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury just got out-coached in every aspect of the game. And even – I don't even have another comeback to say. I want to say something like that would just show how bad it was, but that's how bad it is. I, I'm at a loss of words on how bad my Arizona Cardinals did against the Rams – but fast forward to this past weekend, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, first off, I'm so excited for um, Matt Stafford. You know, playing your whole career with the Lions and then that is just it, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I, I'm happy for him, too. Uh, I, I honestly thought when the Rams made that move, I was like, oh, they they for sure have a chance to go to the Super Bowl or deep in the playoffs with him because he's just better than Goff. Uh, but the thing is, they do make mistakes. He makes mistakes. And if the 49ers, you know, with like a minute 30 left, if they catch that interception, game's over. 49ers win. 49ers are in the Super Bowl. But... The whoever it was, I don't remember what player it was. They dropped the ball. The Rams got another chance. They went down and scored. And then Jimmy G threw like an interception or was it a fumble or something like that. Oh no, he looked he you know, I again I'm not a quarterback in the NFL. I'll never be a quarterback in the NFL, but man he didn't look good at all that game. Well the problem with the 49ers is Kyle Shanahan cannot close out games. When he was the OC in Atlanta, they blew that Super Bowl lead. When he was the head coach in the Super Bowl for the 49ers, they blew that lead. And then in the NFC Championship, they blew that lead. Every time he's in a big game, he's winning. So he's a, he's a good coach, but he falls apart. Yeah, I don't know. But so we were talk so we've been talking about this past weekend. But let's just jump to the previous week before the conference playoff weekend. How about we give some love to those kickers? My goodness. 3 games ended on game-winning kicks by the kickers. The Bengals upset the number 1 seeded Titans 19 to 16. 
to start off the weekend on Saturday. And then the 49ers go into Green Bay. And I, I want you to remember this and everyone listening. I told you the 49ers are the team that could beat Green Bay. Of course, with my picks, I did pick Green Bay because I wanted to go the safe bet. I thought they were the best team, number one seed. Aaron Rodgers wanted to get another ring. Uh, but the 49ers, uh, they won. The Packers just – it was weird. In Green Bay, in the playoffs, and they just did nothing, uh, which was shocking. And then the next day, the Rams upset the Buccaneers, which the Rams are a good team. But I, for most of that game, it was a big lead. Uh, the Buccaneers played well at the end, and Tom Brady – Almost had another comeback uh, win. But the Rams, uh, they got the ball with like less than a minute or a minute 30 or something like that. I don't know what it was. Uh, But Matt Stafford, I think it was less than a minute. Matt Stafford just made some unbelievable throws and got into scoring position. And they kicked the field goal and the Rams advanced. And like we just said, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl now. But the last game that weekend was the freaking shootout of the Chiefs and the Bills, Logan. Were you able to watch any part of that game? I actually did watch a little bit of that game, and it – it wow. First off, there's nothing more in that game Josh Allen could have done. I know, dude. He did everything and more, and, and there it was came a down set. to a coin flip. And a record was set. Gabriel Davis now has the most – touchdowns by a wide receiver in the postseason history yeah that he had let's see the first he was the first player in super bowl air with 200 plus receiving yards four tds in a playoff game that's just insane um but can we also just talk about the fact that patrick mahomes with 13 seconds left in the game just freaking went down and scored and well tied the game I yeah. mean, you just say it took two passes and they were in, uh, you know, field goal range and kicked the field goal to tie it. And then again, like I just said, it came down to a coin flip. Chiefs got the ball. They went down to the field and scored. Now, another interesting part is if we fast forward to so the Chiefs advance, they beat the Bills. Um, they ended up playing the Bengals because the Bengals upset the Titans uh, in the conference championship. And the Bengals were able to come back and tie the game to take it to overtime. And guess who won this coin toss again? It was Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And as soon as that happened, I don't know if you saw the video, but Joe Burrow, whenever they announced that the Chiefs won the toss, he, he gave a little face like, oh, no. And then Patrick Mahomes threw an interception. Joe Burrow gets the ball. They go down. They get in field goal range. And the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Now, I want you to think about this, Logan, before I get your thoughts with you being a Ravens fan. Before this year, so I don't know if you have ever watched any of Flimo uh, Raps uh, videos on YouTube. He's a great YouTuber. 
he breaks down football uh, content and stuff. And he's a Bengals fan. And his whole life, the Bengals have never won a playoff game until this year. And they're going all the way to the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, it's incredible. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, they're looking good. But that the, defense is the reason they're going to the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. That defense um, stopped the Chiefs, gave up three points the whole second half, and just destroyed them. Yeah, and they had two interceptions off Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> but the best part of this story with the Bengals is last free agency, they didn't go out and sign anyone big. They signed a lot of solid players that fit the system, and they came in and they played good. Like, and like buy the best offensive lineman or the best defense alignment. They went out, they got guys that were cheaper, that fit the system, that are good players. And it's taken them to the Super Bowl. Now, and not only that, but in the draft, they, of course, we, we talk about it all the time, but they got Jamar Chase. But let's talk about this fifth-round draft pick they got. Evan McPherson, kicker, has broke I, – I, I would have to look at it. I don't remember what it is. He's kicked, as a rookie, the most field goals in playoff history. And made field goals at that. Wow. Because I don't think he's missed one yet. But – and it's funny because the Bengals tweeted every time they win, they're like, that's why you draft a kicker. So, man, the Bengals are a crazy story. Um, but good for them. But as a Ravens fan, Logan, how do you feel right now? Uh, it. I mean, I wish the Ravens were there, but good for them. I mean, now, what? Last time you were even in the Super Bowl was the 60s, 70s, haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. Like, good for them. Yeah, does it, I mean. Does it hurt? Does it hurt? Yeah. I, we have to play them twice a year, but, man, they deserve it. It's the craziest story about all this is – Less, I would say five years ago, Joe Burrow was a backup at Ohio State. He transfers out after he loses the QB battle to Dwayne Haskins and transfers to LSU. And his first year in LSU wasn't the greatest. I mean, he was all right, nothing spectacular. But the next year, his senior year, his fifth, and finally, he just absolutely balls. They go undefeated, win the national championship. He gets the Heisman. He's the first overall draft pick. He goes to the Bengals, and then he tears his ACL his first year in the NFL. And all the everyone's just like, oh, no, another QB ruined. And Joe Burrow comes back and freaking leads the Bengals to the Super Bowl. This is the first QB in three years to possibly win a national championship, win the Heisman, go first overall, and to possibly win a Super Bowl. I mean, and speaking of the Super Bowl, it's Joe Burrow versus Matt Stafford, 
which is the second time ever two first overall picks are going to meet in a Super Bowl. The first one being Payne Manny versus Cam Noon uh, when it was Broncos versus Panthers in like 2015 or whatever that was year it was. Um, but man, I I if we're going into our predictions for next weekend, and if we have any Cincinnati fans, I'm sorry I'm gonna say this. I just I think the Rams are a better team, but the I mean the Bengals are hot right now. They're playing well, uh, so I don't know. It could go either way. And uh, remember, the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl, they had an absolutely freaking miserable performance. Again, that was against Tom Brady and the Patriots, but they did not show up. Uh, that year, and I thought the Rams were very good that year, but this is a this is a different quarterback, of course. Um, but my prediction, I, uh, someone made a prediction. I was listening to a podcast. They think it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna come down to Matthew Stafford having to make a throw. Whether, and the thing is, it's gonna come down to does he make that throw or does he make that mistake and lose the game. Like I said earlier, the 49ers should have won that game. They should have caught the interception, and they should be in the Super Bowl right now. But they dropped it, and the Rams are the one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I want to say – I. either way, I'm happy it wins. Joe Burrow, you know, Matt Stafford deserves a win once in his life. He deserves a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford deserves Super Bowl more than anyone. But, man, I want to say the Rams, but I feel like me saying the Rams, the Bengals are going to win. But I don't know, man. Joe Burrow did take down the Chiefs. And if that defense can shut down the Rams like they did the Chiefs, they'll be fine. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bengals. Yeah. My, my only thing is you also got to remember is the Rams have Aaron freaking Donald. And I can't even imagine between him and Von Miller, man, they're going to be ready to go. They got two weeks there. Man, the, and the Bengals' O-line is not the greatest. I mean, if no, you watch any of the games this playoffs, I mean, Joe Burrow has not had a clean pocket. He's constantly uh, maneuvering around players, trying to get between people and then make throws. So, I don't know. I think – my gut just says the Rams, but I hope to God it's the Bengals. But on a, another point here, I mean, with both these teams, I would probably be fine with either team winning. I like Sean McVay. I like Matt Stafford. My only problem with the Rams is uh, Stan Kroenke. Again, for any people that are listening that don't know Stan Kroenke, he's the Rams' owner. They moved from St. Louis, which me and Logan are from, around the St. Louis area. So we kind of grew up with the Rams. We weren't Rams fans, but, like, it was nice having, you know, a team, an NFL team, pretty much in the city that you live by. Um, But he just, you know, tanked for, you know, four or five years and then finally just took the team away to L.A. and, 
Um, but another craziest story about them moving to L- the L.A. area thing is this is the they built a new stadium and the Rams are actually hosting the Super Bowl this year, which is the second time that a I think. Well, I don't know if it's the second time ever, but I know last year the Buccaneers uh, won, went to the Super Bowl in their stadium, too. So Tampa Bay hosted last year. L.A. is hosting this year. And the Rams made it to the Super Bowl. Now, the Buccaneers were the first team ever to win a Super Bowl in their stadium. And the Rams have a chance to do it this year. It's a, it's pretty much a home game for them. So that's something else you have to remember. Uh, I mean, the Bengals have to travel to L.A., which is weird for a Super Bowl, but it isn't. But they also had to travel to Kansas City, where it's pretty hard to play in that stadium, too. Traveled to Nashville. I mean, they've been traveling. Everywhere. Did they travel the first week to uh, Las Vegas? I don't think so. Um, I think the I think the let me look real quick. I thought the I think they no Cincinnati was higher seed, so they they were home that weekend. But yeah, they've been traveling the last couple of weeks, so. There's a there's a good chance uh, that he can play play well, um, and so um, but it's, so let's get our predictions, Logan. I know we still have about a week and a half until the Super Bowl. Well, I guess you gave your prediction. You think the I'm Cincinnati, gonna say, are you gonna I'm lock gonna that say, in? I'm locking in. The Cincinnati Bengals are gonna win. The the craziest part is the Cincinnati Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. And I saw this graphic and I tweeted uh, tweeted it at my friend George. So my friend George uh, from New York, he's a Titans fan. And me, of course, I am a Arizona Cardinals fan. And so I saw this graphic and it was talking about uh, teams that have never won the Super Bowl. They had pictures of each team. And, but they said the Bengals have a chance to, you know, break the spell and get out of that, you know, graphic if they win. Now, the funniest part was I wasn't even thinking about it. But I was I, I thought about the Titans because I saw the Titans logo, thought of George. And I was like, oh, the Titans lost that Super Bowl to the Rams in 1999 by like a few inches. Yeah. And then I looked at the Arizona Cardinals team and i thought about that catch that santana santonio holmes had and literally caught the ball and just got his tiptoes into the grass and that ended up winning the steelers that super bowl or what about the james harrison pick what'd you say the james harrison pick oh that too the 100 yard interception but man i just thought about how both uh, my and George's favorite teams were literally inches away from being Super Bowl champs, and they lost and could not get off that graphic. So, we could see it happen again, though. What'd you say? We could see it happen again, though. Yeah, I mean, this game could come down to literally inches, uh, but so we'll see what happens. I am going to lock in my pick is the Los Angeles Rams are going to be Super Bowl champs. They've been spending all the draft picks, all that money. 
they they gotta they gotta get it. If they don't get the, it, it'll be a failure for them. The only thing the Rams got going for them right now is the Bengals rely heavily on their ground game. And the Rams have a really good run defense. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh before And you got Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase. That that is true. And it's kind of um it's gonna be a good game. Uh, I I am interested to see what happens. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But before uh, we talk about other topics here, um, there's been a couple tweets, uh, and I just want to highlight this. But this was on January 19th. It was Sunday, the 49ers Cowboys game on CBS, and they also showed it on Nickelodeon for the younger kids. It was the most watched NFL wild card game on any network. In seven years, averaging 41.4 million viewers. The audience peaked at 50.2 million for the game, uh, game's wild ending. Another massive number. I feel like there has been so many tweets this year about how the NFL is striving in a, uh, an audience and viewership uh, this year. But, man, I am you now good for the NFL, man. They are... And the thing is that weekend. I mean, that those, they're they're the games are performing. I mean, like I said, the divisional weekend, three games came down to literally a time expiring as the kicker kicked the ball into uh, to win it. So, um, but going back to the so I found this tweet, the Titans Bengals game. So of course. The Bengals made it all the way to the Super Bowl. But in that game, people forget Joe Burrow took five sacks in the first half. And they still won. It was the most in any half of his NFL career. I mean, he, like I said, that line is not very good. But they he keeps getting it done, man. Uh, Joe Burrow is a a man among boys. He is. Joe Joe Burrow's looking really good. Yeah. But here's another thing about the Titans. They've lost three straight home playoff games the last three years. They have all had home playoff games and they've lost each time. And they didn't score than a more than sixteen points in any of those games. Their last home playoff win was in two thousand two uh season. So that's that's kind of sad that they're not performing. Um, in their home situations, so, um, yeah, yeah, it they'll they'll eventually get there though. Yeah. Uh. So, but going back uh to the Forty Niners uh Packers game, you know, it was funny because when the Forty Niners won, of course, the the clip of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, after he got drafted to the Packers, and they, you know, asked the question how he felt that the 49ers um, passed on him, and he said, not as, uh, what was it? He said, I don't feel as bad as the 49ers will, you know, after he, you know, since they, did, since they didn't take him, if that makes sense. But Rodgers is now 0-4 against the 49ers in the playoffs. L-O-L. That's 
That's so funny because he said that on draft night, and then the 49ers just constantly beat him in the playoffs. Which, you know, with how everything has happened, I bet the 49ers do wish they would have took Aaron Rodgers instead of Alex Smith. Um, Because Aaron Rodgers does have a Super Bowl, and the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl since that draft. They have been to this is gonna be are they been to one? They've been to two. Who they they put the Ravens and the 49ers and then the one with the Chiefs. Oh yeah, that too. And they lost both of them. So yeah, I I totally forgot about the Ravens one, which you as as you being a Ravens fan, you should have knew that obviously. Oh, I will I will never forget that one. So but since the Packers lost, what what I want your prediction real quick. Just quick prediction. What Aaron do you Rogers think Aaron Rodgers does? So you think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to He's the Broncos? He's going to go to the Broncos, Broncos or the Bucks. Because after 22 seasons in the NFL, Tom Brady has officially retired. I, you know, there's so much I wish I could say or want to say, uh, but man, just... Let's let's give it a moment of silence. So let's give let's give a quick thirty seconds. Man, that was the longest 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> but <laughs> as, we will as soon, as, Okay, before we as I said 30 seconds, I thought to myself, I should have said 15. <laughs> but <laughs> I I made it. Uh I'm sorry, listeners, that you had to sit through uh 30 seconds of nothing, but oh man. Aaron, uh Tom Brady, man. What a what a career. He's had Technically, two Hall of Fame careers in his life. Exactly, like, like two thousand to two thousand ten, and two thousand ten to two thousand twenties, and it. What a what a dude! Yeah, I mean, and you know, people, you can hate him all you want. You could, you can hate the dude all you want, but there we will never see another player like Tom Brady in our lifetime. Exactly. I mean, there's so many we could talk about accolades all. We want. Oh, here I found it. So Tom Brady's resume is unmatched. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, which is more than any NFL team has won. He's won more Super Bowls than any NFL team. He's won. Uh, he was Super Bowl MVP for five of them. He's a three-time NFL MVP, fifteen-time Pro Bowler, five-time NFL passing touchdown leader, four-time NFL passing yards leader two-time NFL Offense Player of the Year, three-time first-team All-Pro. What a run. And then let's not skip the fact that didn't Tom Brady throw for, like, 4,000 or 5,000 yards this year, like, as a 44-year-old? And yeah. probably, he, like he said, he could probably still play until he's 50, uh, but he just felt like he was losing too much of – you know, spending time with his family uh, and his kids. And- so, Kyle, uh, yes. for you, 
are you surprised that he retired? Um, especially, especially this way. I, I, I am because I thought Tom Brady at least had another year in him, especially with the year he had. I mean, he was unbelievable this year. Uh, I also thought he would go out on top. I thought he would at least come back for another year, see if he could win that Super Bowl. But I think his main goal with leaving New England two years ago, he just wanted to prove himself. He wanted to prove that it was him and not uh, Bill Belichick. Because, you know, this is year two. Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls than Bill Belichick has won without Tom Brady. So, Tom, he did it. He, he won the Super Bowl. And then, you know... Uh, th- that was it. I mean, what he wanted to do, he proved himself, showed everyone that he could go anywhere and win a Super Bowl, and you know, and he did. And that's yeah, that's it. And now, I do think I don't know. I know it's hard to take a year off, but I could see a scenario where Tom Brady just misses football too much. He comes out of retirement. Maybe plays a year or two with another team. I don't think he would go back to the Bucks, uh, and I don't, I don't know if he he wouldn't go back to New England, you know, especially with Mac Jones. Um, so I could see a scenario. Um, maybe if the whole like uh, Trey Lance doesn't work out for San Francisco, you know, maybe they bring Tom Brady in for a year or two. Um, but or does he come and coach? I I don't know. I could possibly see that, but I don't know. I haven't – see, I've never really heard any stories about Tom Brady being a great, like, coach, if that makes sense. Um, because, I mean, he just – I just No feel one knows like, the game as much as that guy, though. Yeah, I mean, you do have a solid point there. Um, I would say if he went into coaching – he would give it a good maybe three to five years. Because, um, like, I, I mean, the whole reason he's retiring is he wants to spend more time with family. And it would just make no sense to retire and then go straight uh, into coaching. Um, so, we'll we'll see. But oh, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, we got other topics to talk about. But, man, good for Aaron Rodgers. Um, so. You mean Tom Brady? Yeah, well, Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying Aaron Rodgers. Um, speaking I feel of Tom like, Brady, but I do feel like you know I could see Aaron Rodgers retiring this off season. And man, the last few years we lost Drew Brees, we lost uh, Philip Rivers. He retired. Eli Manning, Payne Manning, about what five, four years ago. Yeah, and. Um, Big Ben also Big, just retired. Yep, that's what I was about to say. Big Ben has retired. Um, and then oh, Tom Brady, of course. And if Aaron Rodgers, man. But the NFL is in good hands with Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson. He's an MVP. Um, so, yeah, but. So, what was your thoughts? So, going back to what we just said with Big Ben retiring, what was your thoughts um, on that? It it's sad. My childhood is 
is my childhood's ending. Literally, all these players I've watched growing up are 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 retiring, and it's it's crazy to think about. Um, but you know, again, I'm a Ravens fan. You know, I'm supposed to hate Steelers. Big Ben had a good career. He will be a he'll be a Hall of Famer. First ballot, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to be a first ballot sometimes because you know just it's more of a popularity contest. It's, it's well, weird. speaking so before you finish your thought, speaking of first ballot, Tom Brady is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, easily, easily, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, the thing is with all these QBs, I think I've liked. Oh, and we also forgot to mention Drew Brees. Um, but I mean, Big Ben out of all these QBs, it's between him and Philip Rivers, which are the two QBs I probably like the least. Uh, I just never resonated. I never really enjoyed watching them play. I never wanted to. I never ever said to myself, "Man, I want to, I want to turn on the Steelers this weekend and watch Big Ben, Big Ben sling the ball, or Philip Rivers." I mean, Philip Rivers was fun to watch in the trash talking business part of it, because man, he just he he'd run, he would just run his mouth, and it was be funny to watch that. But um, so I'm, I don't know if I would really, I'm really gonna miss him. Especially the last like three years, he has not really played well. He he's kind of like the anti Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady has taken such such good care of his body. I mean, Tom Brady even said in his retirement announcement, his body could play for another five six years if it wanted. Um, but he doesn't want to miss too much more time with his family. But Big Ben was the opposite. He never took care of his body. And he really aged, especially this year. And, of course, the Steelers were just dumb, and they don't have no future. I mean, unless you want Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins starting all next year, which might be their plan to tank for a year, uh, see who's the top of the next draft, because you should have Bryce Young, Heisman winner this year. That will be coming out next year. Uh, Caleb Williams, who just transferred to USC today, he followed Lincoln Riley from OU, which is Oklahoma, to uh, Southern California, which is USC. Um, he, he's a, he's going to be a guy that will probably be a first-round pick. And I'm, I'm sure there's other guys. I mean, depending how Spencer Rattler does in South Carolina. I don't know, man. Spencer Rattler, I feel like, is uh, – I think like he's done. I feel like he missed a shot. Possibly, but if he does have, I mean, if he has a good year in South Carolina, he's still, I mean, just a year ago, he was projected to be a first round pick. So he is projected to be number one overall. Yeah. So, and he was supposed to be Heisman winner and all that. But uh, so there's chance that he could jump up the board. And I'm sure there's probably other guys I'm not thinking of right now. Uh, there's many guys that could jump. Oh, CJ Strout. Uh, Ohio State, he'll be coming out. I mean, there's there's a lot of good talent the next year. This year, not so much. Um, but we we will see. But 
something else I want to talk to talk about. Um, can we talk about Cooper Cup for a little bit? In twenty this season, he has a hundred and seventy catches for two thousand three hundred and thirty three receiving yards and twenty receiving TDs. I mean, my goodness! Every game it seemed like he was having two hundred yards or. 150 or 180 yards. I mean, my goodness. Cooper Cup is – he is unbelievable. Yeah, he – what do you think? Top top three receiver in the NFL? I'm going to go top three. I would go top three. Uh, I think – I think he's number three. You still got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Devontae Adams is still up there. You know, but man, this year he was just so good. Yeah, he was, and he took he's helping his team to go to the Super Bowl. But so, a next topic I want to talk about was on January 25th. So, before we get into the coaching carousel, we'll talk about that next. AB posted a photo of him in a Ravens uniform. What is your oh thoughts on my, that? No, he will not be a Raven. I can guarantee you that. John Harbaugh does not deal with that kind of stuff. He will not know. Yeah. He his his career in the NFL is done. I guarantee it. Unless unless he somehow miraculously fixes himself in that short time. Well, the the I don't know. Well, according to A B, again, according to him, teams have called him since he got released from the Buccaneers. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, well, the Ravens better not be one of them. Yeah, I don't know. The Ravens do need uh, – I mean, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown isn't well, we bad. Got, we got Rashad Bateman. and He he did really good when he played. He's a rookie. The yeah. Ravens need to focus on their defense. A little bit, get a, you know, get a safety. Linebacker's not bad, but we need to focus on our line. Our line was awful this year. Yeah. We got Mark Andrews. I mean, I really I – mean, hell, throw it to Mark Andrews every play. It's probably fine. Yeah. He'll get it. So, before we jump into – yeah, I don't know if he'll end up in uh, Baltimore, but it seems like he does. He wants to play with the Lamar Jackson, which it, it just kind of like – A.B. is that kind of guy that wants the ball. He wants receptions. He wants – he's the guy. And, and the Tom Ravens Brady, are... for the most part, did that. But there was a lot of weapons around him. Uh, but so also, the, the Ravens is... are a run-first team. He will not like it there. Exactly. He'll... That was my thought. But I did say the same thing about Odell Beckham being not happy in L.A. with how they run their offense. And, you know, it's kind of worked out for L.A. So, I don't know. I, again... AB's a hothead. He's I I don't know. There's so much you could say about him, but AB is just I don't know. Exactly. But before we so another topic before it's a quick one before we jump into the coaching carousel. But going back to that Buffalo Kansas City game, man, with a minute fifty four, so less than two minutes left. Buffalo had a three-point lead, 29-26. Up to a minute 02, the Chiefs took the lead, 33-29. Then 
With 13 seconds left, the Buffalo Bills took the lead, 36-33. And then as time expired, Kansas City tied it. They went in overtime. Kansas City went on to win that game. I just wanted to highlight that, just, again, how amazing that game was back and forth. Twitter was was wild. Um, but, man, so let's get into the coaching carousel. So I will let you talk about this. Well, the first one I wanted to talk about, and I want to get your thoughts on it. What was your thoughts on Sean Payton retiring, or at least uh, stepping away? I think once Drew Brees was gone, he was done. Well, I think – I don't know if it's exactly Drew Brees leaving. I think because, he, he, of course, he's the one that signed um, – what's his face – Dan Who's Griffin? the quarterback that's like a running? Oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. So this was the year Taysom Hill got a chance, but of course, um, Jameis Winston won the job all in five games, and then he got hurt. And then after that, it was a crapshoot. Taysom Hill was hurt. He was out with COVID. Uh, he had Trevor Simeon was out with COVID, did not play well, and you even had Ian Book start a game. I mean, my goodness. Like, I can see why he stepped away. But I also do think, so, of course, I don't know if you watched that new Sean Payton movie that came out on Netflix, but his family is from Texas. And I think Mike McCarthy gets fired after next season. Sean Payne comes back, and he coaches the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so that is my prediction. I think he's going to take a year off, and then he's going to go coach the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know, man. Um, but the next hiring was the Packers hired offense coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, so he's leaving. Not only is their OC leaving for the Packers, but the Packers QB coach got hired as the offense coordinator for the Chicago Bears. So that offense, and on top of Devontae Adams being a free agent, I mean, I just don't see a scenario where the Aaron Rodgers plays another down in Green Bay. He will, if he doesn't retire, I think he goes to the Bucks. Or, not think about it, he could go to the Steelers, too. Wait, say that again? Who? Oh, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. I think Aaron, yeah. I don't think he'll ever be in Green Bay again. Yeah, I don't think he will be. I also could see him going to Tampa Bay. Though, I I don't know. See, I haven't seen many reports on how they think of Kyle Trask as their second-round draft pick this past year. Um, but I could see a scenario where Aaron Rodgers goes to Tampa Bay, but we'll see. Uh, but the next hiring, Brian Dable was hired as a Giants coach. I think that's a great hire. I think Brian Dable is good. But the problem is they don't have a quarterback. In this Speaking draft. of that, though, Brian Flores is suing the NFL and the Giants. Because... Well, that, the Dolphins – uh, and the whole NFL, like you said. So that came out today. He is suing 
because uh, apparently before Brian Flores even was uh, interviewed for the Giants job, the Giants already made their mind up that they were going to hire Brian Dable. Uh, and Brian Flores learned this because Bill Belichick accidentally texted Brian Flores instead of Brian Dable and congratulating him getting the job. And they he just misread who he was texting. And then when he finally realized it, he said he apologized and said they were trying to they were gonna hire Dable. Yeah, what is um, the coincidence of that happening? Yeah, that's I don't know. I read some things that said people people thought maybe he did it on purpose, uh just to screw the Giants. Uh I don't know. Uh, but also, Brian Flores is also saying in his lawsuit that the Dolphins owner offered him $100,000 for every loss that he had the year that they were tanking. But he turned the money down. He also, the owner apparently set up a meet with a NFL QB that was on a roster about trying to get him to come to Miami, which is you can't do that because he's under employment with another team. Yeah. He also alleges that when he interviewed for the Denver Broncos job in 2019, that John L.A. showed up an hour late and was hung over and they just was not a good interview uh, process there. Um, but man, 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 I, but so I don't know what's going to happen from that. The NFL is a billion dollar business, but this is also an instance where like, this is the type of thing that the NFL may have to just tell the Dolphins owner that he has to sell the team. Uh, but this is also just a bad look for the NFL uh, but man, this also I also think Brian Flores just lost his chance of getting another head coaching job. Oh yeah, for sure. The dude he's mad because he got fired and he's mad that nothing's going his way to get a job, so he's gonna just sue everyone. He he's, but, he's throwing a fit I mean, and he's a got some good if any of this is true. Again, if all this is true or any of it is true, I think he's got a good case. So, yes, but does he have any evidence? That's my problem. Like when I was reading about the Dolphins owner offering him a hundred million dollars, I was like, I don't know how he's going to prove that unless it's down in like text or email or which I highly doubt the owner of a franchise is going to send an email or a text being like, I will offer you a hundred thousand dollars to lose. I mean, because that's just that's waiting for you for those to get leaked, especially as we found out about the John Gruden stuff. But at the same time, if John Gruden was willing to put that kind of stuff in an email, I mean, why wouldn't this owner want to offer hundred thousand dollars? But you think if it was if it wasn't if you know it was a text or an email, he would have said it, showed it with everything while he was saying yeah yeah that's true he would have so you got a good point there 
But so going back to the Giants hiring of Brian Dable, I think it's a good hiring. But I also think the quarterback, if they draft one this year, I think they go Malik Willis out of Liberty. And the reason I say that is because Malik Willis is a lot like Josh Allen. He's very raw coming out of college, coming from a smaller school. But he just has unlimited talent. And I think Malik Willis with his legs is kind of like Josh Allen. I think he just fits the offense. Um, but I do think after this hiring, I think this closes the door for Daniel Jones. I, I just, I do think they'll keep Daniel Jones. They'll draft a guy, and it'll just be open competition for wins. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, but before we move on to other NFL head coaching, can we just give uh, let's give a little clap for the return of Jess Fisher? And the USFL for the Michigan Panthers. He is back. And I think it's only a 10-game season, but those Michigan Panthers are going to have the best 5-5 five and five season you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, that is so true. So, good for Jeff Fisher. I'm glad to see him back. And I officially, after I heard the hiring, I declared myself, a Michigan Panthers fan. So I'm going to put myself through that misery of watching them go five and five, but it's every gonna year be, it's going to be a hell of a ride. So, but next uh, head coaching uh, hire was today or no yesterday or Sunday, the 30th or to, I don't know. Josh McDaniels was hired as the Raiders head coach again. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's finally leaving. Uh, New England for the second time ever because he did leave when he got hired for the Jets. But all I can do is thank Josh McDaniels for giving me Tebow time in Denver. Um, and I, man, Josh McDaniels, if you're listening to this, please sign Tim Tebow to be a tight end. Um, oh, my. <laughs> it's over. I got to get Kyle. another jersey. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Uh, but time is no more. I think the other hiring there was the Bears hired the defensive coordinator for the Colts. I all right, so let me talk about this. This guy was a defensive coordinator at Mizzou for like 12 years. I love this signing. I love, I love, I love this signing because the Bears is the Bears have always been known for being defense, always. So what better than a defensive guy to be the head coach? Yeah, I think it's a good hiring. The Colts had a top team defense, uh, and it seems like he's very likable. I think it's a good hire. My only thing is, uh, just hoping they got the right guy uh, as offense coordinator to help Justin Fields. You you gotta have a guy that can come in and develop uh, Justin Fields. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I think I said earlier. The QB coach for the Packers, I believe, is the one that got hired as the OC for the Bears. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, he can develop um, uh, Justin Fields. But the last thing uh, before we, unless you got anything else to talk about, um, I do not. Jim Harbaugh, so John Harbaugh's brother, is interviewing uh, tomorrow, I believe, on Wednesday 
for the Vikings head coaching job. So he met with the Vikings this past Sunday, just this gauge interest. And now he's interviewing on the day of the second national signing day uh, for the college football. So I think that's very interesting that he's doing it on the day of. Uh, but well, like I, I think we've talked about before, Jim Harbaugh has been up front with recruits and said, uh, you know, when they the recruits signed in the first signing day a couple about a month ago or whatever, he did tell them he was like he is going to uh, gauge uh, NFL head coaching opportunities and just, you know, see where – see if any teams are interested or, you know, what places he go. Uh, but he is interviewing for the Vikings, so we should see what happens. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he would do uh, in uh, Minnesota, uh, but he did win games with Alex Smith and eventually Colin Kaepernick, and they kind of have the same skill set Kirk Cousins is kind of like Alex Smith. Kellen Mond, which is the backup for the Vikings, is a kind of like a kind of scrambler like Kaepernick. Not as not as good a, as a runner as Kellen Kaepernick, but that's something to keep an eye on. It could be interesting uh, if he does go there, what the Vikings end up doing. So we shall see uh, if he ends up going. Uh, to the NFL, so we may have some more news in a week or two uh, when we talk about the Super Bowl or if we decide uh, to record before then. I don't know if we will really have anything will, to talk about we will unless we talk about the, the Pro Super Bowl. Bowl. What would you say? We will record before the Super Bowl. I mean, no one really cares about the Pro Bowl, though. <laughs> yeah, so we will, uh, we will be back. Oh, so let's get another prediction. So I know I said that was it, but where do you think Jimmy G goes? Jimmy G. So he's not a free agent. So the 49ers either have to release him or trade him. He stays with the 49ers. <laughs> so you think Jimmy G will stay with the 49ers. He got him to the conference championship. He'll stay for another year. I could see that happening. Uh, we'll see what happens. The most interesting part was, as all the players were coming through the tunnel, uh, the GM for the 49ers, he shook most of the guys' hands. But when it came down to Jimmy G, he just gave him a hug. So, we should see. Uh, but Jimmy G did come out and say that wherever he does go, wherever uh, whoever trades for him or whatever, he just wants to go somewhere that wants to win. So, yeah. but that is that is all we have for today. Do you have any last thoughts before we wrap uh, I it do up? not. Um, all I'm saying is if the Rams win the Super Bowl, that's the St. Louis Rams, baby. St. Louis Rams, yeah, yeah. That is very true, man. So, we. You have a wonderful night, my friend. And guys, you guys have a wonderful night. Yep. See ya.